Hello, how are you? My name is JFunds1, and I'm a little down because this was one of the top five episodes of The Walking Dead since its inception, and it was kind of deep. It was it was a top five episode. It had everything that you wanted in a Walking Dead, but the storyline, the tension, was phenomenal. This this scene had basically you you have so many facets to it. You start out with the of course the total rallying around King Ezekiel and you have all these people that are going to war and I kind of want to delve into that a little bit in that this episode shows the cost of war it shows how war actually is not the romanticizing about it not the all of the other things about it this actually shows what war is so you have the people of you have all of Ezekiel's people rallying around him and he is delivering a very inspirational speech and you see the these people have families they have small children Ezekiel has really raised a awesome kind of people, you know, place to stay. Then the scene cuts to all of those same people literally cut to shreds by a automatic browning rifle that shot 50 caliber bullets that are designed to penetrate trucks. And if they're designed to penetrate trucks, you know what they would do to bodies. And they just ripped through and shredded everyone. And you see all these people just surrounding Ezekiel. You don't even see Ezekiel at first. They're all on him and through him, like just piled on top of him. All these dead bodies. Because basically the people just try to rally around the king to save him and they actually did although he was shot in the leg so we have the scene where he basically has said no I haven't lost anyone to having lost everyone it is a wild swing of emotions and it's, it's very sad as you probably hear my voice you know it's kind of like okay Ezekiel has lost everybody. These are people that had families, once again, that were kissing their kids goodbye. Their children were giving their mom flowers, you know, to think of them as they're out. And all these same people that were just rallying around him was just gone. They're not even, even a sense that they would be awake. So Ezekiel starting to realize now that the dead are starting to come back to life. So the same people that were rallying around him are now the same people that are trying to kill him because they are zombies. And only the walking dead can give this kind of 
cause and effect, this kind of consequence, this kind of continuation of a story that doesn't end with death itself, but death itself then becomes a weapon and you are now weaponized against the living because the dead have come back to life. So Ezekiel's leg is shot and he is trying to get away from his whole regent of people basically crawling backwards as they are making their way towards him. And as as he is trying to get away, there's one person who made it out of the pact, and he's grabbed Ezekiel up. Ezekiel found his cane, and he's trying to carry him to safety. So then we go to what I like to call Carol, who is... She went to do a, right before the guns were shot, she went to do a, she went inside to see if anybody else was there. So she was already inside. And now you have about five guys there initially that are packing up the guns because they need to take the guns to the sanctuary. And so... This is what I like about Carol, and I'm going to talk a lot about Carol because this episode featured Carol, and we have Carol in full-on Rambo-type mode. So they are in a lab kind of area with a drop ceiling, and you have five guys that are packing up, packing up guns. You see Carol outside of the outside of the door or room where they are packing the guns up and then you don't see her anymore so you know carol is around somewhere and you're like where does she go so when these guys as they walk past by the way carol does have a a ak-47 with her so what carol did was as the guys walk past you see them all get mowed down with bullets like in one clip just 20 bullets just ripping through all the flesh and you see Carol coming down from the drop ceiling she actually was above the people so they could not see her and she came down but then as as she came down then you had other people that were there but before that happened they you're brought back to Ezekiel walking with the guy who saved him. And as they're walking, they get shot by what Twitter liked to call a Jeffrey Dahmer type looking individual. He looked very 80-ish, very kind of crazy. He looked like a guy that would wear khakis, glasses, and, and Jeffrey Dahmer like. It, it's, it's hard to, if you know what Jeffrey Dahmer looked like, then that's what this guy looked like. So you had Jeffrey Dahmer, basically we all know that Negan wants the widow, Rick, and the king back at the sanctuary alive so he can serve, so that, so they can serve on his fence basically and, and live out their days serving in sanctuary. So he's trying to do that. So he first thing he does is he takes Ezekiel's sword and he almost looks like Fireman Bill from, from or Jim Carrey kind of character. It's very 
um, it's very kind of extreme in geekiness slash crazy slash I don't like you slash hatred. I mean, he is antagonizing him the whole time, calling him a false prophet, basically saying that he fooled a bunch of people. I mean, this guy has very little love for Ezekiel. Meanwhile, all of Ezekiel's followers are following him. So then we cut back to Carol and the five people that she killed, but you have about six more who are now loading the guns on the truck. They basically said, we don't have time to look for this woman, but we need to get these guns to the sanctuary so we can begin to work our way through all the walkers that are there. So Carol is looking there and she sees them and she's trying to formulate a plan. Meanwhile, the show cuts back to Ezekiel with his captor. And we all know this guy is going to die. He is talking way too much. He is trying to navigate getting Ezekiel out of there while Ezekiel is trying to slow him down. Ezekiel is basically saying, I would rather die with the undead than have you kill me because you're not even worth it. So this guy is like, no, you're going to come with me. And he tortures Ezekiel a little bit by stepping on where he was shot. And Ezekiel didn't want any more of that pain. So he basically got up and is trying to walk with this captor. The captor is forcing him. And they're, they're about 100 paces in front of the group of Ezekiel's past people that are walkers then they go back to carol carol comes out and she's went to attack the guys but then there were two other guys that flanked her that began to shoot at her so you have two guys on her right and four or five guys on the other side basically bringing down a hellfire of guns and bullets and everything towards carol and carol is not panicking she's ducking for cover but she's also thinking of a plan so then we go back and there are a lot of commercials here by the way a lot of people on twitter kept saying this this, this thing was commercial heavy so then we go back to ezekiel ezekiel still held captive but then they came across a fence and the fence has a padlock and they cannot go through. Ezekiel tries to grab the sword from the guy. He actually cuts him a little bit. The guy hits Ezekiel in the face, knocks him down, says that's not going to work, has the gun on him, and basically is saying that if I can't get you alive to the sanctuary, then I'm going to cut off your head into a spike. Now, those of you who read the comic books know what they're alluding to, which may happen in the future, we don't know. But in the comic books, something very similar happened in that manner to a lot of people that we know and love on The Walking Dead. So, the guy is there, and just as he is about to slay Ezekiel's head off, we cut back to Carol, and Carol has a plan. Carol has a couple of guns, so she hung one gun up by the side of the truck, and she pushed another gun to, as if to say, I am unarmed, I'm raising my hands, if you don't shoot me, I will tell you where my other people are, so if you let me go. 
Then we go back to Ezekiel and what happened? We have Jerry come on the scene, split the guy into totally. Yes, I said that correctly. Jerry split the guy from his head all the way down to his genitals, basically, in two. His whole torso split in half. Then Jerry's trying to get him out. He's trying to use his axe to break the lock. The lock did not break. And we have Jerry and Ezekiel in a basically in a last stand position to because now all the walkers are coming down on them and they can't get away from that fence they're 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 boxed in then carol gets the guy's gun and puts a puts a knife to his throat and says i will kill him if you if you don't let him go but we have Carol, they, they shoot the guy. So these guys shoot their own guy. But then Carol sees that the gate has a button there. So when they shoot their own guy, which Carol's holding, Carol lets him go. Carol, Carol lets him die. She opens the gates, and the walkers are coming from behind. So now the guys don't even know that there are walkers behind them. And Carol is ducking for cover, waiting for the walkers to, to do their thing. Then we then we shoot back to Ezekiel and Jerry and they are doing a serious last stand with only two hand weapons. And Jerry is like, stay behind me, King. King's like, no, we are doing this together. And they are going out like two mad dogs. Then Carol, the guy that the guy killed, revert back to Carol now, she takes his ammo. Two walkers kill two other guys. So you have two free guys left who have a little bit of ammo, but Carol has all of the rest of their ammo. So so then Jerry and Ezekiel is trying to defend themselves. And then Carol looks over and Carol tells the guys, you only have a couple of bullets left. I can't let you take those guns to wherever you're going to take them. And she sees that if she continues to save the guns, she will lose Ezekiel and Jerry because they are in a dire situation. So she has a choice to make. And the choice that she makes is she goes to save Jerry and Ezekiel with her with her gun. And the guys smartly drive away with the um, with the weapons, of course. So we have Carol who who took out she has now taken out five guys upstairs. She took out a sixth guy in tricking him. Then she pushed a button to the gate and took out two more guys, so that's eight. And she let two guys go because she had to save Jerry and Ezekiel. So Carol by herself, and I'm I'm highlighting this because Carol is total like probably television's most bad warrior female warrior of all time status carol is the michael jordan of being um decisive creative and effective it's interesting how they do the flashbacks now because before it comes back carol and ezekiel have a flashback and they're just talking about why he does what he does, why he thinks 
why why he goes from being a zookeeper Ezekiel I'm talking about to being a king I don't see why we needed this episode to be honest with you um this was a we are we, we already kind of knew this this to me that was a throw in we didn't need that it was all it was previously set up pretty good so now we have three people we have Ezekiel Jerry and Carol and they're trying to get away and and they're saying that the guns have gotten away and Carol says nah they haven't gotten anywhere but you see the guns driving down the street and this is when you have the omg moment of the episode because he wait for it wait for it wait for it then you see daryl flashing on his bike and rick right behind him which is the drilling starts pumping and you know it's about to go down what it's about to go down these guys is no way absolutely no way positive way that they're going to get away from daryl and from rick what i call the ghost in the darkness the two lions that will kill anybody in their path these guys are vicious they have guns they have the ability to catch up to that truck they have mobility and it's over so the guy tries to shoot you know he's in the back of the truck and he tries to shoot the uh he tries to shoot him with the, with the gun. He actually gets Daryl a little bit, and and Daryl kind of falls off his bike. But Rick is like, I am not going to be deterred. And, and Rick is going left to right, dodging bullets. And this guy is driving the truck going, who is this trying? Who is this chasing me? And and then, of course, you have walkers come, and the walkers are are, are, are in in the roadway and it kind of delays them a little bit and give and gives everyone a, gives everyone a chance to catch up so then you have rick right behind and he goes to the side when he goes to the side who was behind the truck is daryl and what does daryl do daryl nails him right with the gun so now you just have the guy driving and rick does what i call the Fan, uh, Furious Five um, franchise kind of move where he is, where he's trying to take take him over with the jeep. Then what he does is he instead of, he doesn't shoot him, he just jumps in the car. <laughs> you're like, what? Rick just jumped in, and it, what's happening? But then you see someone. Then you see someone like 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 fall out, but then the truck goes over the side. So he was like, "Who was that fall out? Was that a guy driving that fall out, or was that Rick that fall out?" But then Daryl comes up, and it was Rick that jumped off. But before he jumped off the truck, he made sure the truck went in the ditch, turned over, and when Rick and Daryl talking, they say, "Let's go down there and let's see if this guy's alive." So they stopped the guns from getting to the place where they were supposed to go. Rick and Daryl made a short entrance into this episode, but it was an effective entrance. It was so darn cool, I have to say. But Rick, Rick crawls up in the grass. Um, and I don't know. Maybe Rick threw the guy out. Now that I'm looking at it again as I'm talking with you guys. Maybe Rick threw the guy out. And then he was trying to uh, see if the other guy was alive. I don't know. All I know is that Rick commandeered the truck, kicked the guy, beat the guy, 
took over the truck. The truck crashed. The guns haven't gone where they're supposed to go. They did their job. So then a commercial comes to break, and everyone wants to get on Twitter saying the commercials are all over the place. But while we're doing that, I want to say that there's a tweet I want to highlight that I highlighted on my on my on my Twitter. You can find me at JFunds1. And I have to say that this episode was absolutely the fastest. Now this tweet is from Herschel Green and he tweeted out, this is from Herschel Green. He's not the official Herschel Green, it's a parody account. He said, when Shane found out Rick was in a coma, he drove this fast to Lori's house. Of course, it was as fast as Rick caught up to the guy driving the guns. Because when he tweeted that, then you saw Rick flying down the street on his Jeep. And you can imagine Shane flying down the street on his Jeep trying to get to Lori's house when he found out Rick was in a coma. So that was kind of funny. So on social media... Let's see. Um, we have good morning, everyone, except Gergen and Eugene from The Walking Dead. These guys can suck it. That's from what's her name at. That's from what's her name at Elam, everyone. And we have another one from. Uh, let's see. Uh, a lot of people are tweeting in Spanish for some reason, and I, I'm sure it's funny, but I can't read the Spanish. Uh, this is from Rally, uh, from at It's Rally. The Walking Dead is so ridiculous. Be like, yo, cut the bar bar and climb over the fence, dog. What is going on? Yeah, but, hey, at Rally, they couldn't do that. Why? Because the guy had a bullet in his leg. That's why. So, anyway, uh, let's see. So, uh, another, twi- another tweet we're going to read. Um, USA Today says The Walking Dead offered one of the better episodes of the season so far on Sunday and Some Guy. And the name of this series is is Some Guy. And we're going to get back to that in that Ezekiel is basically saying, I'm not your king anymore. I'm just some dude. And he is broken by losing everyone. He wants to just die. He ha- His will to live has evaporated. Carol, Killer Carol, by the way, is not phased by any of it. She's not trying to talk with him. She's not trying to reason with him. She's 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 all about what how how are we going to get out of here alive? What is our next move? I'm not even thinking about what you're saying. And at, at every rest period, at every junction, he's like, "Leave me here. I'm slowing you guys down." And Carol basically looked at Jerry and said, "Lower him down. Let's go." And they they went to a place where they left a lot of walkers. They went to more walkers. And Ezekiel is like, there's no way I'm getting out of here. And Carol's like, just lower him down. We're going to go. We, the, Our next move is, our next move is. Basically, is let's put one foot in front of the other. Let's fight our way out. I'm running out of ammo, but we're going to do this. And Jerry is just like, oh, I can, come on, king. And, and Ezekiel's like, I'm not your king. All right? I'm just some guy. And he is totally broken, which is, which is what makes this episode so great because we see the character arc of a guy who's basically had established a great community that blessed a lot of people and had a lot of people believe in him. And, and, that, and with the mantle of leadership, you have to make decisions. And those decisions lost a lot of people's lives. And he's going to have to look into their family and their family's eyes and know that through his, under his leadership, they lost their loved ones. 
And it is such an emotional moment when he's yelling at Jerry, I'm just some guy. And Jerry's just like, oh, my gosh. Like, Jerry didn't even know what to say. Then, of course, I didn't mention it, but at the at this juncture, at this juncture, we see uh, Shiva come because she she was Ezekiel was saying, "Just go, I will fight these people off, and I will give you time to escape." And Shiva comes and basically saves Ezekiel. And she was surrounded by walkers. Of course, this happens in a comic book. So those of us who know the comic book knew that this was going to happen. I just didn't know which scene was going to come up. But this is a scene where she loses with Tiger's loss with about uh, 20 or 25 or so walkers. And Ezekiel's like, I want to help her. She was just like succumbing to, 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 to them. And... It's a very sad moment as I'm rewatching it now, and Ezekiel is just, is just crushed. He's crushed because he lost all his people. He's crushed because he lost Shiva. He's crushed, and the guy that had him, the Jeffrey Dahmer guy that was split in half, had painted Ezekiel's face in blood in a cross kind of figure, mocking him, and Ezekiel's face is still covered in that kind of blood. So it makes it seem kind of surreal that that it happened. And I just noticed that they were focusing on a labeling of a oil can in the... I'm going to turn it up so I'm so see We hear the bat music, so I don't know what is the significance of that. Or maybe oh that's what that's what's significant of that you see the blood from Ziva flowing down the river, so and they did it in a very shadowy way and Ezekiel is looking at Ziva's blood flowing right past him as he is on his knees. So the crowning part to this episode was having only Carol, Ezekiel, and Jerry come back. When everybody had left, they're the only ones that made it. And it's, it's a heavy scene because Ezekiel is limping, which is apropos, because he's limping emotionally and physically. And it's a heavy scene. And a lot of people are, are wondering, you know, what happened? Where's my family? And he, he just can't say anything. And it's, it's a very... Um, is heavy and this is what makes the walking dead the walking dead because you just don't have scenes like this in most shows where a whole group of people have lost someone that they love and this is the this is war and this is what war is and in order to have safety this is what war is so I highly suggest you watch it. Is everything that I'm saying is a top five episode in the Walking Dead series? I think it may be up for Academy Award. Maybe I'm overhyping it, but is that good? So this is J Funds One. You can reach me on my Twitter. Please tweet me, talk to me. Um, I, I appreciate the interaction. And this is our so we're at season four, season eight, episode four which is 
according to everyone, that this is the last of the high action episodes. Now we're going to go into the story building episodes on season five. So let's see what happens. Let's, let's see that. J Fun's one talking about that guy, season eight.